Hey everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of Everything in Me. It's your host, Sam, back with another episode. Happy, happy to be here. She is trying to be 10 steps ahead this <laughs> this week, um, starting the week off right by carving out time, if not forcing time, to record this episode. Um, I wanted to talk about kind of the things that in hindsight I can see in regards to my kind of disappearance. I was not taking my own advice. And there's a reason why that's a title to this episode. Um, Putting forth the energy, the effort to maintain a lifestyle that you've outgrown is not taking your own advice. Um, There's a detachment that needs to happen in order for you to fully grow or for you to fully absorb what it is that life is showing you at that moment. And I hadn't done that. I kind of, I was trying to hold on to other things while growing and one of the things that I promised you all in doing this podcast is that I was always going to be honest and transparent. Life in the last couple of months, in a very short amount of time, like I mentioned in my previous episode, has been very tricky to navigate. Going through a depressive um, episode looks different you know, on everyone. If you haven't already listened to my last um, episode where I'm back, um, I would definitely check it out or any of the previous episodes. Um This time around, experiencing depression was like out of body and I found myself not being fulfilled and I had to start slowly but surely removing every little thing that I was maintaining or participating in or responsible for and just going down to the bare bones, the bare minimum. The reason for that is that I found that I wasn't, I wasn't good at anything. I couldn't manage anything. Um, I had to rediscover spending time with myself. I had to rediscover um, looking at myself now with this kind of new frame of mind, um, where I learned so many things and I needed to apply them, but it mean, it meant that I had to rearrange kind of how I was already originating or dealing with things in a more like productive or healthy way. Um, you know, I mentioned that I got a bike and, you know, I just been really trying to incorporate myself into life because of all the things that kind of swept me away, whether it be work, work has been intense. I think that was another major thing too. In July, July 17th to be specific, um, we moved into a new space, which required um, an overhaul on what I hadn't thought it was going to be. Uh, mind you, I knew that we were going to move into this new space for a while, but the challenge with that is that it's nothing like until you get there. You know, you can prep as much as you want. You know, I'm dealing with a team that I'm trying to keep the momentum. Little backstory, the space was supposed to be ready almost three years ago. It wasn't ready due to politics, due to logistics, you know, the COVID era, the whole nine. Um, And I had a team that was feeling deflated and I had to keep the momentum going. I had to keep the emphasis going that we will see the other side to this. And that alone, you know, knowing that I don't know what that faith really means if you cash it out, but I just know that I'm on the right path. And so that's what I was focused on doing. And that's what I, you know, in turn decided to do. But um, all in all, what that meant was that I had to scrape some things together along with teaching a course that month. Um, It just was like a lot was happening at the same time. And, you know, this podcast is a project or not even a project, a business, um, a relationship that I have with you all because I genuinely care about sharing 
what it is I'm going through or what it is I'm navigating through and how I'm intertwining that into my life and creating more memories and creating more purpose and all those sort of things. Um, and I know that it may not always be relatable. I know that it may not always make sense, but you know, during that time, the last thing I wanted to do was record an episode. And it wasn't because I just didn't care about it, but I think up be- prior to that, you know, when you're going through it and you just need to go through it so that way you can actually sort out like what's going on. You can't really speak on it until it's happened. That's exactly what happened for me. I just needed to go through it. I just needed to be in it. I needed to just, to just navigate it from like, from the passenger, from the driver's seat. Um, and what that meant is like the obligations I had signed up for, the adjustments that I needed to make with my health, um, the just new kind of things that I needed to redo. That's one of the biggest things that I had to just take a second and deal with. I just want to say, bear with me as I figure out what it's like to get my groove back on within this 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 realm. I've been removed far enough where certain things aren't necessarily as natural and I'm still trying to figure out this platform. So bear with me. And if you're my OG days, you know that that um that commercial came in strong and hard before every episode. We're trying to figure out where it's the best placement. But going back to just this this episode and just life being thick and stuff like that and just trying to figure out this podcast and where that meant, you know, I think all creators get to a, a point where there's fatigue. And, you know, I kind of felt towards the end that I was kind of just doing this just to keep up with what I had set for myself. And I wasn't sure if I was even adding any more value. You know, I'm going to be very frank and very honest with you guys, as always. I don't get that much feedback. I don't get that much consistent feedback by, you know, doing this podcast, even though I ask for it, even though I make it a point, everyone has lives and I don't blame everyone. And being an entrepreneur and doing something that you love and or that you're passionate about, um, can be very lonely. And I've experienced that consistently through this, through this process of just doing this, but I continue to do it because I enjoy it because I find it to be therapeutic and to be valuable. Now you have to be very careful because the validation in theory, when you're talking about the viability of a business, and I hate to get into my technical terms, but when you're being real about whether or not the business is going to win, you can't just do it on a sense or a whim of just like, um, you know, this makes me happy and it does nothing else, you know, in the business world. And I say that only because that's not, that doesn't always come as a, a good receipt as far as experience and effort. But I know for a fact, all the qualities and all of the choices that I make for the business are the, similar to what I would do if this was a revenue generating business. Um, but you know, it's not in any way, shape or form. It's very much my heart of hearts. And I know because of this experience and because of this choice, it does lead me into additional things. And I appreciate that. And I know it opens doors for me in different ways. And I appreciate that, but it's definitely not something that I'm doing because I'm getting kickback from, or I'm receiving any kind of validation or feedback. And I can understand again, those creators who are out in the world to put themselves out there, how that might feel now. The element of video is something I've been thinking about because I talked to you guys about doing a YouTube video. And to be honest with you, there is so much that goes into that in the way that I would like to produce my videos. It's not just that simple. I follow some creators that are, I wouldn't say lazy, but you know, lack um, directional 
expertise when designing their videos. And that's something I want to do. I want to design my videos, but I know just to get started, I'm going to have to like put in the effort to just try. And I have shot a couple things. I just haven't edited it. Um, so we'll see how that goes, but this definitely will be its own, um, bubble and channel and all that sort of stuff. So not really mad about that, but, um, you know, there's so many things that are in the works. I suffer from being creative. I suffer, suffered from being stimulated again. And one of the things too, we have to understand sometimes when we request certain like things that we want for ourselves, there is a delayed response of it all. Um, it's delayed because it's just not, the timing's not there. Just because you request something doesn't mean that it's going to happen. Sometimes you have to just understand that that is literally a part of the process that it's not intended to happen at that very moment. It was only just set out there to, um, you know, to, to, to just be there for that moment. Um, one of the things that I'm working on just accepting is the fact that putting things down, like I mentioned earlier, does not mean that life isn't any more less full. Like it's still full. It's just full in a different, different area, different place. Um, I did want to touch, I did want to touch on how I survived. You know, how did I actually put my words in action? Because um, you know, up until the point of when can I say this was? Um it took me a while to get to this place where I could use my words and see the, see the change in myself. Um, you know, just years, years of doing this, but this episode that I'm talking about, the depressive episode that I was experiencing and just processing and dealing with some of the things that I took my own advice on, which wasn't everything, but you know, a lot of things that I tried to do was take breaks whenever I could, I would literally tell myself like, this is time to take a break. Like you have nothing to do. Take a break. I try to stay off social media. So you guys didn't see me really posting or engaging with anyone on my socials in a public way. Um, I definitely was, I, there were times that I was in on social media for laughs, for emotional stimulation. Um, because I'm trying to come out this funk, <laughs> you know, I'm trying to figure out my way out. So, I need something to like, you know, light the fire. Um, I plan things that I enjoyed, you know, things that I could look forward to. I pull the trigger on things that, that, that made me feel really good. Um, I tried to, well, I didn't try to, I reinvented myself. And what I mean by that is I put forth the energy and the effort into my looks. Um, something I haven't really done in a long time and it does take a little bit more effort. I realize that I'm still outputting the same, obviously I have the same amount of time, but I reorganize my time to include me and to include me. Um, how can I say this? Me representing myself in a way that I felt internally, um, which in turn gave me a lot more attention positively and reinforced that my vision of myself um, is and, you know, can be. Um, rewarding to know that this is my choice to be in this space. And it's such a beautiful place to be in because it, it's not easy. It's not easy reinventing yourself. It's not easy reorganizing yourself. I mean, from the simplest things, for instance, my water bottles in the morning, when I head out to work, I fill them the night before, 
you know, there's so many tutorials and, and stuff like that of people prepping for their husbands or even their kids, mostly their kids for school, all those sort of things. I wonder if they consider themselves. I wonder if they consider their meals. Today I did a a lunch that was like tailored or catered towards me. And I'm so grateful for that because that really gave me the time, the space that I needed to, you know, just be able to like enjoy my lunch differently because it was like with love. I did it with love. And all of that just, just signaled to me happiness. Like that just screamed happiness for me. Um, you know, my, I, I tried to make the space for when my creative juices start flowing to give them a place to live instead of suppressing them or kind of saying like, you don't belong here. This is not the time in which you should coexist with me. Um, you know, I'm busy doing this or I'm busy doing that where I write down an idea or concept or a thought or a saying or something that I'm currently like processing. Um, I've been complimenting a lot more people. I've been getting out of my bubble of like, Oh, she looks nice. Oh man. I really, I'm, I think that's really cool. Um, I've been more vocal about it to people spreading love and just spreading intention and giving people their flowers, girls, guys, you name it, the whole spectrum. I'm actually in the program right now for the LGBTQ community, um, as a mentor and I'm learning, I'm learning, um, you know, to get to this side of life took a lot of intention and a lot of small steps. And I think people underestimate that. I still have a long way to go. I'm always going to be on that journey. I'm always going to be on that road. Um, but I'm grateful because I chose to pay attention to make the effort to do things differently for myself and acknowledge myself wherever I could and celebrate myself wherever I could. Um, you know, just fine tuning my gut and fine tuning my sense of direction um, just understanding more or less where I should be headed, what's important, what's not important. Um, really, I've been dropping some battles. Like some, there's been some some major battles that have been going on. So whether it be at work where things are really challenging because there's major decisions that need to be made on you know what's next and what needs to happen, and the pressure's on. Um, you know, holding people accountable is not easy to do. It does not feel good to remind people of how they're drifting way further from who they said they wanted to be and be that person who's like, if you're going to be that person, I need you to show up now. Um, it does not feel good. Um, you know, at home within my partnership, you know, just making sure that we are attacking the problem, not each other. (laughs) Um, that's, that's challenging to do, um, within being a stepmom, just trying to understand trying to understand, you know, what, you know, getting a glimpse of basically of what the previews might look like, paying attention to the signs, paying attention to the mechanisms, the behaviors, the choices, um, the thought process, trying to dig deeper, pull back when you have, um, you know, for me having a boy, um, at least one of the boys with us more full time, um, it's important for me to instill in him all the values of a man in which, he, in my, from my perspective, need to survive, being able to be a good communicator, um, a good understander of themselves and, you know, going to the beat of their own drum and listening to their voice louder than anyone else's developing a really great relationship with God, where you understand when he speaks to you, what that means for you, giving him discernment, all that sort of stuff, reinforcing his just worthiness and kindness and all that sort of stuff. It's, it's very intentional. It's very, um, it takes effort. 
um, you know, fine tuning my behaviors, you know, in seeking out love, you have to be loving, (laughs) you know, you can't just be like, I wanted to get all the love in the world, but I don't want to give out any love because I've given out love and it's shit on me 10 times over. Absolutely not. It doesn't work like that. If you cannot find it within you to love something, someone, somewhere, please do not go into this world knocking on door for love because it just doesn't work like that. You know, you have to find some way, you know, there are some really great servants out there in life who have a a beautiful light over them that are here to love and here to just to shelter and to protect and to serve, um, you and us and all those sort of things. And I pray that no one takes them for granted and understands like they're playing a part, but they are not completely responsible for the way someone feels and happens, you know, and acts. They're just there for that, that period of time. Um, it's, it ain't easy. Okay. It's not easy. You know, and sometimes when I catch myself serving and doing things of the sort, Sometimes you feel like you want immediate gratification. You want immediate, you know, directional understanding or directional, like, you know, um, confirmation that you're on the right path, that you're doing the right thing when there is none, there is none, there is none. And guess what? Time is just a ticking away. It's just going, 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 gone. You know, um, it's a crazy, crazy space that we live in right now. And all we can really do is do our best, you know, be honest with ourselves, but do our best. Um, You know, there's so many things that I think I've left on the table as far as being a better person. And, you know, you guys may feel like, or some of us may be really hard on ourselves about the whole thing of what our best actually looks like and what that actually means. Um, I'm pausing because I'm really trying to think. What's the best way to articulate that? Being able to love yourself in the way that you've never been loved is one of the greatest gifts you can give yourself. I am on a journey to not only to, you know, experience that, but to maintain that. And I think I finally reached a point where I can say I love the shit out of myself. Now, prior to this, I would easily say, yeah, I know that I'm worth it. I know my value. That That is an ego-driven um, type of love or type of, um, you know, understanding. But the delicate, soft, nurturing, comforting love, I didn't necessarily have for myself. Um, but I would tell myself, I love you. Not just in the mirror, but just in moments that you can you know, that someone naturally should or would or might, um, I do that because hearing that from myself can sometimes be jolting in that moment because I'm not thinking in that space, but there's a little piece of me that I become my own best friend, my own advocate, my own, you know, um, you know, everything. And, you know, that, that, that is hard because you walk around and you see so many people who are far, you know, on their journey or not even recognizing how being on that journey can be so rewarding. Um, and you know, you want to do your best to make sure that these people experience a lifetime where they have that. And I was interacting with someone who, you know, you know, means a lot to me and, 
she said to me, like, listen, Sam, like you're talking about all these things and I have no connection to them. I have no connection to the work that you're doing, but I can just imagine how freeing and how nice that must feel when you love yourself just that much. Yeah. Yeah. I I love myself just that much. And I reiterate that. And it's not a negative thing that I'm putting forth to anyone in this world. It is a reminder to myself. I'm an advocate for myself. I'm a believer in myself. I'm a best friend of myself. I'm the, the best lover of myself than anyone could ever be outside of God. And, you know, um, I want that same energy or just like it. I don't, I don't want, mm -mm, I don't want scraps. I don't want like when I feel like it, I don't want the, I'm going to do this today, but then tomorrow is going to be different. I make mistakes. I mess up sometimes. I'm not, listen, I'm still trying to look for a hundred dollars. I lost for my birthday weekend. Like I am not happy about that, but I understand that even with those flaws, even with those mistakes, even with those setbacks, I deserve to be loved. I'm loving love surrounds me, you know, love is within me and I'm protective of it. I'm protective of it. I'm celebrate. I'm celebrating it. I'm warranting it. I am requiring it. I'm expecting it, all that good stuff. And I feel the same, like they're like, literally my fear with love is nothing. Um, because I know that love comes from a pure place. Now, everyone's version of love, I know, looks differently. I know this. I'm very well aware. But I think we all can agree that love is kind. And that already that already knocks out a lot of other things that aren't so kind. Love is patient. That knocks off a lot of things that you might be thinking is, is love. Love is... peace. That, that's, that speaks volumes. Love is authentic. It's not provoked. It's not required. It just exists. It exists. You know, there's, there's so many forms that love takes in. And if you follow faith and are faithful, you understand and probably have already felt love. And I pray that we are able to translate that into humanistic form. Um, I say all of these things because I don't want anyone to be afraid to try anything. I don't want everyone to be, to realize like starting out to love yourself and not, not, it's so hard to articulate only because I know there's so many other like words that have been applied to this statements and comments and all that sort of stuff. But I just want you to hear me out real quick. When you have had to endure things, good, bad, in between, sometimes the viewpoint of who you are comes in and out because that's how life is. It's, it's kicked your butt. It's, it's showed up for you. It's done all these things. In that process, a lot of times love is not included. It's a part of surviving. It's a part of figuring it out. It's a part of doing my best, not the conversation around love. The conversation isn't around love and how love, you know, is the thread. I'm doing everything with love, for love, about love. Um, that that doesn't always go hand in hand. So, you know, to choose that is something to me that I want to fill the void that I've always felt 
amongst friends, family, community members that no one else can feel, you know, like I've experienced external love unconditionally, um, conditionally, um, you know, the spectrum, you name it, but being able to spend some time with myself and incorporate myself in whatever it is I'm responsible to, or I'm tied to is so loving. It's beyond me. Like I have such, I don't even want to call it peace. I feel so at ease knowing that I love myself, not the, oh, let me, you know, we talked about this a couple of months ago, but let me, you know, do my nails or my hair or whatever. That's not what I'm referring to. I'm talking about loving myself from a place of, I love myself so much. I will, I will listen to myself more than I listen to anything and anyone else. When I'm overstimulated, when I'm fatigued, when I've reached the end of the road, when I'm confused, when I'm excited, I turn into those emotions higher than I, those frequencies higher than I would, you know, match anybody else's, you know, being able to walk into a room and my light and my energy not be dimmed despite everything that's going on is important to me. And that can only happen if I recognize who I am before I come there because life itself can be a battle. It can be a beautiful battle, but it can be a battle. And if you lose sight and you never connect with who you are and love the shit out of yourself, you're going to lose that battle and you're going to have to always drop yourself. And when you drop yourself, who picks you back up? Someone else, something else. And you start all over again in search of yourself again. So I recommend everyone spend some time with themselves. That's my first step. The other thing is figure out what you love about you. What, what could you possibly love about you? And sometimes you love the things, the same things that you love about other people is the same things you actually don't love about yourself. You may love how someone be put together or articulate or educated or, you know, achieved or <clears throat> just nice <laughs> or available, just always being there, but don't feel the same kind of love towards yourself. Absolutely not. I love myself so much and I'm so proud of myself for being honest in my truth and stepping out of that circumstance and being able to pull from myself, you know, the things that I want to see out of myself and trust that process and trust that, that inclination that I'm on the right track and not giving in and not giving up, um, or giving up and surrendering when I felt like this ain't it. If I came back and I realized like what I have to say um, doesn't feel natural anymore. I wouldn't do it. I wouldn't do it because I knew that I was faking it. And I love myself enough not to participate in certain things that just don't serve me, don't make sense, don't add up. But there's so many signs and so many messages that have come through that you're missing something. And everything in me is a piece of me. It's a major piece of me. Um, I love speaking to people. There's a time where I feel, and I think I talk about this as well too, but there's a time sometimes when I'm speaking to people, I've loved doing face-to-face. I love doing small groups, but, um, there was a, t- there's times where I feel like, um, maybe a free, um, a freestyler might feel where like, it's just out of body, like the words or even a preacher or something like that may feel like you don't have enough time to, to process or think, but the words that come out your mouth just feel 
like they've already been there and you're reading it. You're not, you're really just in this aura of like saying the words at not even, they don't even come to your brain. It just comes out your mouth in a way that is so trusting. Oh, I love that feeling. I just feel like I don't want to stop. Like it's like I'm being used in such a beautiful way because usually those conversations are really tough or they're really challenging to, to navigate. You know, we're talking about careers, sexuality, um, well-being, you know, trauma, you know, violence, all those sort of things where I can I have this, this thing and I don't know exactly what it's intended to be called or what it means, but I can really pick up someone's energy. Sometimes I'm not even like, I'm not even talking to them. I could just tell that this person's in need and this person is, is going through some things that they need you to talk to them. They need you to reach out. And I had a moment like that where I did, and I think I talked about it in my podcast already, but, um, basically there was this guy, not this guy, this young boy, younger, young man, I would say, um, arguing with his, his father at the time, I believe so. And his mom was there trying to protect him and talk with him and try to get him to see it. And I could see this like conflict of like the respect, wanting to give the respect, but feeling like not having a space to be able to do so because sometimes from the egotistical self, you know, men can be shaming and, and aggressive and not soft enough to be able to allow the space of conversation and differences to exist um, especially amongst their boys. And he was just at this point where he was at his breaking point, like uh, boiling, like ready. And one thing about me, I'm very keen on that. I can pick up very quickly when someone is like, I am not dealing with this shit anymore. And, um, I'm watching this from afar and I'm kind of just like enamored because I'm like, why do I have to watch this? Like, I just felt like this is none of my business. Like it is what it is. And we're at this water park and, Finally, I'm getting ready to go to the car. I've had enough water park. And the boy at the time, the last time I saw him, he stormed off. And I'm having this conversation with myself where I'm like, if I leave to go out of this water park and he's still there, I know I have to talk to him. I know I have to talk to him. Get ready. Take my time. I'm detangling my hair. I'm doing the most to avoid this fate. I walk outside of the, the water park and he's sitting there by himself. And he's sitting at an angle where he's facing me and I need to walk past him. And he is just, he and I, there's no one else. And I'm like, fuck, I know I have to talk to him. So I'm like, Hey, listen, um, whatever you're going through, you're going to get through it. Just keep your head up. Just keep your head up. And when people say that they mean, stay focused, stay focused on the goals, stay focused on who you are, stay focused on the things that really matter. Because sometimes we get swept up in somebody else's anger or effort to control or to, you know, make certain things seem greater and larger than they need to be. Um, and they deflect from the real, you know, the real reasoning, um, staying focused on what really matters. It means be the version of yourself that you need to be for yourself, regardless of the influence, regardless of those around us. It doesn't matter. What matters is you being aligned with the conversations you need to have with God, the situations you need to participate in to get you to where you want to get to. And that doesn't happen if you go astray. You have to be alert. You have to be, you know, you have to be disciplined about that, you know? Um, and so that was my words to him. And once I said that he nodded his head and walked back in 
And I was like, oh, I was his confirmation. And just that feeling of like having to be the messenger just, just rouse me up because I'm like, it just feels like I'm intruding, but I feel when I say it feels powerful, like you cannot, I can't, if I walked past that person and didn't say anything that would replay in my head, like it would be stuck because I wasn't listening to what God was asking me to do. And that's not something I'm comfortable with doing. So I have to put my own feelings to the side. And, you know, I can't imagine, I can't tell you how many times that angels have been in my life in ways that I never anticipated. And what would have happened to me had they not listened to him when I had my mental breakdown, you know, and complete stranger was like, let me help you. Let me bring you food. Let me bring you whatever you need. Like, what would I have done? What would I have done? Oh my gosh. It's, it's, it's so many good things and so many thankful things I'm thankful for. And just live living with gratitude is, is so important when you understand like all the things that we go through is just the things that we go through. They're not necessarily like, I don't know. They're just not, they're not worth the time it takes to stop and unpack them when I'm on a bigger route. Like I don't have time to do the side street situations. Like I'm one foot in front of the other. That's more time that I don't have to dedicate. And I've been able to be a lot more lean and intentional with my time and my energy and my effort. And for that, I am grateful and I'm thankful because it's allowed me to see more progress in this journey of love. And, you know, with these last couple months, I'm pretty sure more things are going to come up to me that are more um, relative to the conversation. Um, but at this very moment, I feel reinvigorated. I feel reconnected with myself in a different way. I feel like that let go ceremony was important. Keep in mind things a lot of times can be delayed, but that doesn't mean it's it's force isn't felt. I very much feel connected to a force and I'm trying to lean into that and put my hands up and allow myself to enjoy that. So I hope that you guys to consider something like that, where you just go on this kind of mini journey and you surrender and you let go of things um, and allow things to figure themselves out. Because once you understand that everything has its own process in and of itself, and it doesn't require us to do anything because life goes on, it makes certain things that we participate in like not worth it. So thank you guys for rocking with me. Thank you for holding it down. Thank you for my OG listeners or those who are back or even just the newbies. Thank you. If you made it this far, definitely subscribe. Let me know that you exist. Let me know that you're there. And um, I look forward to chatting with you guys in my next episode.